This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Again, I got nothing. I have no idea. Oh. You know it. Gotta give it a minute to marinate here. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, again, I couldn't tell you the name of the song. Uh, any Heart of Glass? Bloody. Yeah, okay. I've heard it. It's familiar. Yes. All right, very good. Flelo is back on a Tuesday morning. You got Flegelman and Lepresti hanging out until the top of the hour. It'll be Boomer and Jerry Recco then. So um, forget what went on a field for the Yankees last night. Another loss, more struggles offensively. We talked yesterday. Oh, Carlos Rodon says, I think I'm okay. The hamstring, it's all good. And as we predicted, bang, right on the I.L., so we'll see how long he's out. Second stint, obviously, missed most of the uh, early Porsche first couple of months of the season, really. So just think about where they were the trade deadline last week and Brian Cashman. Well, you know, we're in it to win it. And we got Cortez and Loisica coming back. And since he spoke those words, Domingo Herman gone, Rodon back on the IL, and Luis Severino calling himself the worst pitcher. Right. In and is forced to stay in the rotation because <laughs> yes. of all these other. Injuries and other reasons they're losing pitchers. Exactly. It's, it is insane. And then just with Rodon saying that he thinks he's fine, they have become the Wilpon Mets. Where just any time a player or somebody said, ah, this guy's fine, you know, he'll be good to go in a couple days, you knew the IL stint was coming. Yeah. So I don't know where they're going to go from here. Obviously, like you said, Severino's got to stay in there. Um, and you just hope at some point he turns it around and finds himself. So, I mean, it's and, just and it's one how those... when you then look at a game like last night, to lose a Garrett Cole game where right. Garrett Cole pitches really, really well. He yeah, makes he, the one mistake to Vaughn. Yeah. He gets a, gives up a couple base runners, but at that point, it's the eighth inning. How much more can you expect from the guy? He's been the ace. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball all season. Yeah. You, you load the bases three times, and you don't score. Now, they did the White have Sox the one. Doing one sack fly. Yeah, was it Bowers that was up in the first base and made that ridiculous play? It could have been like a three-run double down the line. So they did. Yeah, Bowers hit into some rough luck both yeah. times. The, the slow uh, comebacker, not that it was a well-hit ball, but they had to make, Cease had to make a really good play on it to get the out at first. And then when he ripped that ball the next time up yeah. with the bases loaded, that's where you kind of just an inch or two away, or you know, left, right, up, down from being a bases clearing double, yeah. and instead it's an out. And even then, he had to make a great play just to beat Bowers to the bag, right? But yeah, listen, the slide when, when you're with the foot, yep. when you're not a great team, and you don't make your own breaks, this take take it from a Mets fan who's watched you know my team be this kind of middling team that said all the time, oh they're unlucky, they're unlucky, they're just unlucky. Some stuff really is just bad luck, such as, you know, Edwin Diaz getting hurt before the season. Judge injuring his toe, crashing into the wall at Dodger Stadium. Some of this other stuff, you know, you're making your own bet. Don't rely so much on needing 
someone to not make a great defensive play, when you have those first two opportunities with the bases loaded and nobody out or one out, somebody hit a sacrifice fly, just like Andrew Benintendi did for the White Sox. Somebody on this team step up and do something. Somebody take the ball from, you know, from Garrett Cole, who did his job on Monday night. Somebody else step up right. and do something. Yeah, Aaron, even Aaron Boone, who I think is a useless little stooge of a manager, <laughs> even he's trying by putting on a show and trying to you know light some fire under these yeah, guys. I don't know if it was even. I think he's just. I think he's also ticked off because he was annoyed. Yeah, last listen, night. the umpires are beyond incompetent. <laughs> yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But somebody on this team, DJ LeMayhew, strikes out, and oh, one of the balls was maybe out of the strike zone. You know you're working with a home plate umpire who should not have a job. If it's anywhere close, swing the bleeping bat. I'm, I'm just, I'm so bothered by teams that wait around. And this has been the Yankees' mo all year, talking about you know the breaks and you know just things having gone Into their some way. Tough luck, had some good at bats, right? With yeah, the bad quality, right, shove yeah. it. You're the Yankees. Do something. You are supposed to be the standard, not just in this sport, but in every sport. You know, you want to carry the crown of, you know, most successful, most winningest franchise. Yeah, I don't know that they even care American to carry sports. that crown anymore. I don't know, but there's certainly still some arrogance from them. Is there, though? From the way they speak to you, from the way they address their fans, yeah. from the owner, from the GM, from the manager, so much so that I think it's even seeped into the players. It, you know, I know that I know teams today coddle their players. It's a problem right now with both teams in town. Do you think if the Yankees hadn't been telling these players all season long, win or lose, you guys lose sixteen to one and you get three hits? Oh well, don't worry. Outside of those eighteen strikeouts, the at bat quality was really good. You guys are doing what we're asking you to. Do you think that someone like Harrison Bader, who seems like a gamer? is just going to believe on his own that uh, they're playing a good brand of baseball. They're right there if they just kind of figure things out. I think that mentality has seeped down and poisoned these teams. It's affected the players. We saw it right off the bat with the Mets. It got them early, and now you're seeing it with the Yankees in August. It is destroying them. It's rotten. I agree there's a trickle down. I just don't view it as arrogance. I view it as there's just sort of like, a okay, whatever. Well, I think the we'll arrogance the comes day. from Cashman. And I... It comes from Boone. I just don't know if he believes it as much. I think he's a mouthpiece for the front office. With Brian Cashman, I truly think he believes it. You know, the Yankees strike you as the organization that thinks their bleep doesn't stink. Yeah, but it has from their for standards a right, for, for a while, while now. So that's where I don't, you know, if it is arrogance, They really it doesn't... truly think, from what I believe in for watching them, that the last few years where they haven't won has just been a little bit of luck here, a little bit of luck there. And again, that's, that's played ridiculous. a part. Last year, I thought Brian Cashman made one of the right moves at the trade deadline. He got Ben Attendee, who was the perfect player for them. 
He gets hurt. There's nothing you can do about that. I understand that. that. That's but, but bad ben luck. This not... year, just choosing yeah. to say, hey, Anthony Volpe is going to be the best baseball player in the history of the universe. He's going to make you forget that Derek Jeter ever existed. So much so that we're not even going to have a left fielder. He's just, this kid Volpe is 21. He's going to hit so well to take up two positions. That's the Yankee arrogance and Brian Cashman and bad moves and Josh Donaldson last year and just kind of stupidity. It's been a yeah. mix of the two. So I think stupidity I think, and incompetence more than arrogance. But because I, I the, think the, with the Cashman, it's, thing with I think it's Hicks both. has been a while. Yeah, I mean, look, I, th- I, think I understand he's been around a while and he feels like he's got a lot of experience to draw upon, so on and so forth. Um, you know, you mentioned Benintendi. I like the move. Of course, it's unfortunate he got hurt. I, I can guarantee you this. He wasn't making up a four-game difference against no, 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 the no, Astros. Of, the of course not. But I think the Yankees will tell you that Benintendi and LeMahieu last year would have made that difference. And they would have made a some difference, difference, some difference. But I agree with you. Yeah. They're not they're not making up you getting swept and no. scoring nine runs in four games. And squeaking by the Guardians. Right. And having but a scratch and claw to get through that series. I think the Yankees will tell you even this year that it's just been a lot of bad luck. I think they believe that had Judge and Stanton played the whole year and Bader played, which just on on its own is ridiculous because you can't expect those guys to play a full well, that's season. That's the problem. At some yeah, point, it's like it's you not can't bad be surprised. Luck. This is what it is. Right. Yeah. The Mets, to a certain extent, can be surprised that Jose Quintana got hurt. They signed it because his most notable quality is yeah. that the guy pitches and makes 30 starts that was every kind of single a weird year. Weird freak thing. Right. Yeah. Carlos Rodon, everybody could have told you, hey, what does this guy do consistently? He gets injured. You know, there are guys who are injury prone where you have to expect them to get hurt. Then there are, you know, again, last year, Ben Intendi getting hurt when he did. Little bit, you know, unfortunate. It's bad luck. From the Yankees' perspective, I think they would tell you, especially Cashman, even if there was some imaginary truth serum, that everything that happened to them from 2018 on, we know what they blame 2017 on, yeah. and they might be, to some extent, they probably are right. Yes, Same but way Cashman has still be. talked about it all these years Correct. later. He's At gotta some point, go. you got to move on. But from 2018 through now, that's assuming, and I think it's safe to do that now, that this year is not going to end up where they want it to. <laughs> that is six consecutive years of not winning, not reaching a World Series, forget winning one. And Brian Cashman will tell you, I think for all six of those years, it was circumstances out of their control. Yeah. Well, I would say for at least four or five of them, you know, maybe in 2018 they put the right team together, maybe in 2019 and they had a lot of injuries. The last four years, it's been incompetence to varying degrees by the general manager, and he doesn't even think that's an option. Like, there, there's self-reflection. I don't think Brian Cashman looks back at anything he did with an ounce of regret and th- thinks that it's even possible that he made the wrong move. I think if Brian Cashman would still defend the Josh Donaldson trade. I mean... I think they were still talking about that basically uh, almost at midseason as right. far as him you know, being an impact. So that, that, that in the lineup, that's so. the arrogance. Yeah, I mean, I get that. And look, I mean, coming out of 17 where we felt like, okay, the window was just opening and they really have nothing to show for it. And oh, by the way, as we sum up the Yankees here, we've heard so much about their prospects over the years and guys that they had in, held in high regard and didn't want to trade. Davey Garcia DFA'd yesterday, just the latest name that we once heard it was going to be the next guy, and now he could end up back with the Yankee organization. Maybe not. It's sort of the same with Estevan Florial. They DFA'd him earlier in the year. He ended up back with them, but these are guys that they just, for whatever reason, don't want to bring up or don't want to pitch or don't want to play. Well, and Garcia is another one where it's weird. You know, Not that he did it to the extent of someone like a Gary Sanchez or Severino, but he showed flashes in the big leagues where he thought, all right, this guy looks like he actually is something. 
You know, the, the, the baby bombers era is unlike any other failed group of top prospects we've seen because for most of them, they had those moments of success where we were able to see as fans watching the game what the team saw, and then they just all flamed out. Somehow, and again, that could be bad luck. That could be circumstances. Mm. Choosing to play this entire season without a left fielder, not bad luck. Bold strategy, Cotton. Speaking of arrogance, maybe this isn't arrogance, but a little of that and a little just kind of what the heck is going on. Situation with the Orioles, and they got all this good vibe and good good juice going right now and positivity, and their front office gets in the way, and it all trickles down to uh, a story that went viral yesterday all across baseball. We'll get to that on the other side. Flea Low, Fleegs and Lepresta here on The Fan on a Tuesday morning. Coming right back.